a familiar phrase during the holiday season, you tell me if you've heard this, is the phrase, it's only two words, Christmas spirit. Have you heard that? Christmas spirit. Advertisers offer this or that product to you, this or that service, this or that experience to help you get into the Christmas spirit, right? Movies talk about the power of Christmas spirit. We need more Christmas spirit, right? Or else Santa's sleigh won't fly (laughs) this Christmas. And we hear regular encouragements to practice the spirit of the season with the people around us. Sound familiar? But what exactly do, do we mean by that phrase? When we say Christmas spirit, when people say Christmas spirit, what do they mean? Well, sometimes Christmas spirit is used to talk about some kind of generic belief at Christmas. Uh, Just the word believe. Maybe it's belief in Santa Claus. Maybe it's believe in the magic of Christmas. That sounds like a Nordstrom's promotional campaign, doesn't it? Right? Believe in the magic of Christmas. Well, uh, sometimes this Christmas spirit is about reclaiming that childlike sense of wonder. You can see that in marketing, advertising, all around. More often than not, the Christ, this idea of Christmas spirit is about being joyful and generous and gracious. This Christmas spirit isn't about presents or busyness. It's about being with loved ones and celebrating things like peace, And goodwill towards others. Sound about right in terms of what's out there in terms of Christmas spirit? As worthwhile as so many of those things are, if we go back to the very first Christmas, what our younger generations might call the OG Christmas, right? We discover something far, far better when it comes to this idea of the Christmas spirits. Listen to these words. You'll see them on the screen as well. Listen to these words from the Gospel of Luke in the New Testament. This is immediately after the angel Gabriel announces to Mary that she will give birth to the Messiah. We read in chapter 1, verses 34 and 35, And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. When we go back to the story of the very first Christmas, where it all started, right? The reason we celebrate, we find that there is only one Christmas spirit, and that is the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. The angel tells Mary here exactly what an angel told Joseph over in Matthew chapter 1, verse 20. The power of the Holy Spirit will bring about the miraculous birth of Christ. What a good reminder for us. What a powerful reminder for us that the original Christmas spirit, the Holy Spirit, is inseparable from God's revelation 
and redemption through Jesus Christ. Amen? We need that, don't we? When we hear about Christmas spirits, we need our hearts drawn to, that, to the Holy Spirit. And when our hearts are drawn to the Holy Spirit, we can be sure that what the Holy Spirit does inside of us is witness to Jesus, is point us to Jesus, is testify to Jesus. He leads us to Jesus. He shines the light on Jesus. But I would like you to consider another passage this evening, another passage about this Christmas spirit. This one is from the Apostle Paul. Notice how Paul first touches on the Christmas story, then explains the significance of that story for us, and its significance directly connected to the Spirit, capital S. This is Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 through 6. Paul writes, But when the fullness of time had come, O come, O come, Emmanuel, Right? This is the f- fulfillment of the predictions and prophecies of the Old Testament leading up to this time. When that fullness of time had come in the divine plan, what did God do? He sent forth His Son. Born of a woman. Born under the law. To redeem those who were under the law. So that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, because you are sons, sons and daughters, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Abba is the Aramaic word for father. It's really the the word for papa, something like that. It's what uh, not only would a child say, but an adult child of a parent would say. Daddy doesn't cut it because I don't call my dad daddy as an adult, do I? Uh, But in the old world, especially Papa was a, you know, you call your Papa, Papa your entire life. That had that kind of intimacy. It had that kind of connection built into it, this word Abba. So he says the spirit is crying in our hearts, Abba, Father, because of what Christ has done. Brothers and sisters, friends, Whatever circumstances you are facing this evening, whatever concerns you have about the new year, whatever loss or lack or even lie that you are wrestling with right now, please know that there is good news this Christmas. There is good news. And it's good news about the Christmas spirit. The Holy Spirit. Not only did the power of the Holy Spirit bring about the miraculous birth of Christ 2,000 years ago, but the power of the Holy Spirit can still bring about miraculous birth in Christ today. Tonight. It turns out that Christmas really is about children. It really is about children. First and foremost, the child born to Mary. And then second, the children of God born as a result of the redemption accomplished by Mary's son. Redemption that leads us, that makes us children of God who cry, Abba, Father, because of the Spirit's work. 
Words like believe and wonder and joyful and peace and family and generosity are such beautiful and important words. But ultimately, eternally, they mean nothing apart from the Spirit of God. Do you believe that tonight? You can have all of those things in your life. You can be bombarded by the marketers. You can be sending these vibes, positive vibes, out into the world with these kinds of words. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you they have no value because they do have value because of God's common grace in our world. But eternally, eternally, without the Spirit of God at work, in the one receiving those words or speaking those words, they have no value. They miss the mark because we miss the mark. They fall short because we've fallen short. You see how important this Christmas spirit is? The Spirit of God is the power we desperately need and amazingly, the power God graciously offers to us. There is no requirement but repentance. There is no cost but surrender. There is no fee but faith. Why? Because the Spirit is a gift. The Spirit is God's gift that He is offering you through the gift of His Son. The Spirit is a gift. The original Christmas Spirit is God's wonderful Christmas gift. The one who brings us to the Christ of Christmas and then transforms us through the Christ of Christmas. If you are a child of God this evening, then in your celebrations this season, be sure to celebrate the Holy Spirit. The true Christmas Spirit. Let the reminders around you point you back to Him. Give thanks for the presence that is His presence. Walk by His guidance. Draw upon His power. Ask God even now that the Spirit's work in you would be, would be happening full tilt, renewing you. That the original Christmas Spirit then would be evident in your life. To you, to everyone in your circle, shining brightly. Amen? We do focus on Christ at Christmas. That's, that, um, that is exactly where we need to be. But don't forget the work of the Spirit. And we've got some cultural cues that point us back to the Spirit, the Christmas Spirit. If you are not yet a child of God, then I simply ask you, will you receive the gift of God this evening? Will you receive the gift of God this evening? How can you do that? Well, first, you must unlock your grip, right? You've got to unlock your grip. That is, you must recognize and remorsefully reject the, the sinful self-sufficiency that separates you, that separates us from God. Then, with open hand, once you've unlocked that grip in repentance, with open hand you must trust that the child in the manger became the man who paid your 
forget that through his death on the cross some 30 years later, that through his death and through his resurrection then from the dead, Jesus did what you need most. He ransomed you. He paid that ransom that set you free, that can set you free. Only He has made forgiveness possible and only He through the Holy Spirit, the Christmas Spirit, has made new life possible. That is our faith, isn't it, tonight? That is our hope. That's our confession. New life possible. New life that is both now and forever with God. So when you hear about Christmas spirit this season, remember God's priceless gift to you. Even if you've not yet received it, it's there. It's being offered. The true, original Christmas spirit, the spirit of God. Will you join me as we give thanks for this radical generosity from God and the hope of change and new life in Jesus? Would you give thanks with me? Let's pray.